subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Beryl, good morning. Good morning. I, I've been reading about your story and reading your... That since you came to Ireland in 2019, your, your, your life has, has completely changed. You, you grew up in, in, in Kenya. Kenya, yeah. And you, you were 13 and something very, very, I guess, life-changing happened to you what happened i was outed and it wasn't a planned thing it just happened in a blink uh, you know a blink of an eye so as most heterosexual spaces would fit best deem best uh, i had to you know engage in early marriages early marriage so and I had to lose somebody that you know I had known for quite a, a while we shared a classroom together so that was really a lot you know mm. when did you realize yeah. that your attraction was to girls uh, right after the incident because I chose not to really act on how I felt because at that time I thought that, you know, it's just something that perhaps women just do feel. Because, you know, as women, we tend to be overly friendly, comment on stuff, just, you know, be overly close to people. But after the incident, when people literally made me feel that, you know what, this person died because they were trying to express themselves. And I stood there shocked watching people that constantly tell us that we are loved regardless of who we are mm -hmm. take a life away right in front of me would you, so, would, you, would, you would you go in to just tell listeners Beryl who may not have read your story what the incident was as you describe it so I had just uh, finished my 
primary national examination. And after the final examination, usually students stay behind, take, you know, pictures, uh, exchange contacts, you know, explain what they intend to, you know, do in high, in high school and college later on and all that stuff. So since I was about to leave, go back home, uh, this girl, uh, she was my classmate for a long time, but she was very, she was more introverted person per se. Uh, and that day, since everybody was finishing their final exam anyway, she decided to act on her feeling. And she kissed me. So when that happened, I was in that shock, not because of the kiss, but because of the bravery at the time. Yeah. Because being in that area that you're dominated by heterosexual people that are overly not only religious, but also bind, bound by, you know, traditional rules that clearly state that you, if you see any homosexual person, it's death for you. So at that time, all the only thing in my mind was, wow, I mean, that's bold, but... So, so she walked up to you, you were know? only, only 13, she walked up to you and she kissed you there yeah. in public. What happened? Mm -hmm. What happened then? After she kissed me, you know, I was still in that frozen state. And two of the boys, I remember, just started say, you know, calling the F words, the fagot name. And before, within a short time, everybody, all the students were out in the class. The teachers were out. And the guy started beating her black and blue over and over and she was crying and I just stood there and it took me so many years asking why her and not me you know because that leaves you with that sure. they, they beat her trauma they beat her to death did they yeah and this was other teenagers Well, a lot of things are normalized in less developed country, that's for sure. Some get married, because there are also early marriages, as, old, as early as 12. Mm. So, as a young person who's like aiming to change the whole narrative in the system from all that recurrent indoctrination, it's hard to convince people that, you know, whatever you believed in was just another trauma bond passing, but you can always make something right, be it, be it, you know, the, the, sometimes you just have to rule out things based on your conscience, even if it goes against maybe religion or culture, but sometimes mm -hmm. it just, things are just, you know, you use your conscience, you know, now, then you were 18 and you were forced to marry a man of 43. Yeah. Who set that up? Who arranged that? That was my side of the family that um, was sort of paying a little bit of my school fee. 
So in order to learn, continue learning, since I was always passionate about education and because I believe that that's the only way to start creating change and awareness. So you're 18. I wanted, I could just pass on the best college that I wanted to go to. I wish it was done different. Yeah. Your husband, this marriage that was arranged for you, he turned out to be a very good man who who helped you a great deal, didn't he? Completely. It's really different. It's really, at first, you know, I was very doubtful because... I don't think I've come across a lot of people. At that time, I had come across people who genuinely just wanted to do something out of the goodness of their hearts, you know? Yeah. People always want something in return. Yeah. And this was just and a for decent the f- man. Yeah. Because at that point, I was like, I have gone through it all. So whatever is coming back to me, I I can't lose anymore, you know? So when I just told him, listen, this is how I do feel. I know the best, usually the first uh, instinct is usually to ask me to try dating a guy to see if I'm really, really gay. You know, a lot of people say that. But I don't think you have to force your feelings on somebody just because you want to. Sometimes you just know even if you're not acting on it, you feel it. The only thing you might be doing is rejecting yourself because people constantly tell you that this is wrong. Somebody would rather know you since the day you are born. But the moment you come out, it's like you're suddenly this monster. And it's crazy because when you're presenting yourself, it's not like you only want to talk about your intimate things. No. You are there also as a human being, as a citizen, as a daughter Mm. who just want to contribute just like any other person. You know, whatever they do inside within the four walls, that's their own business. Like, I don't understand why people make it a public thing, you know. It was this lovely man that you married who was much, much older than you. He was responsible. Yeah, he told me that he had friends before who are like that in similar situations. So to him... So he rescued you from, from what? And he was the reason that you came to Ireland? He was the reason why I came to Ireland. Is he here with you, may I ask? No. He just told me that it will be easier for me. He will actually got my... He paid for my visa. He paid for... My tra- uh, tickets. He got. He made sure I had a how um, a place to rent here, and uh, he he lived here until I got my papers and started working, and then he went back to Africa because he prefers to live there anyway. An incredible man. Yeah, because so initially when I came here, it was it is hard for an a lesbian woman to come within the community as well because there's also uh, faults in there to explain to people that you know I'm here and I'm a gay woman 
and I'm a I'm married to a guy because you have to go in details that every day you have to narrate yourself over and over most people within the LGBT community obviously there is discrimination if you if you are associated with guys you have to prove that you're overly gay too mm-hmm. to fit in so coming with all that to find your solace heal and build something for yourself while trying to also be in a community that obviously whichever group there's always faults yes so he decided it's easier for me for him to move back so that i find my ground find the peace the solace and wow. actually just start over on a clean plate and you have done because you you have a partner Esther now here in Ireland yeah i have a partner wow. and actually honestly she's helped me a lot because i won't lie home it was hard like same sex relationships are still being criminalized for up to 14 years imprisonment really so things that yeah so little things like holding hands you can't do that you're constantly walking with your partner somebody's in front somebody's way way you know back just for safety so even relocating to places like Ireland it's just there's a lot of things that still uh you find weird like it's indoctrinated it's that it's that trauma there you know you see you want to hold your partner's hand but you think you might think of a time when you tried doing that in your home country but then got you know so it's not easy but i have a patient person that every day helps me and that's wonderful you know that's wonderful. yeah you have you have worked are you still working in cork you know you worked in the pharmaceutical industry no no i was i was in cork but i moved to dublin okay so now i'm doing past part time uh, education in uh, biochem because i want to be an engineer okay and uh, i'm also working part time okay yeah it's it's your story is an incredible one beryl um a very sad one given what you went through at the age of 13 the way that people tried to as they tried to reform you they tried to turn you into somebody that you weren't and then you married you were for, they they forced you to marry but you married this wonderful man who understood you and helped you to get away I'd say I'm forever indebted to that guy. Are you still in touch like, with him? Yeah, we talk. Yeah. Wow. We have grown to be very close friends because he does me a lot of, he was very much interested in LGBTQ stuff. He learned a lot and he'd ask a lot of questions. Actually, in 2019, when I got here, he was the first one to take me to the Dublin Pride. Uh-huh. and that was like the best moments what what did you think when you saw um when you saw a pride march like that that people could just be out i was in shock i ho- i thought that that was just you know things i'd watching the movies 
But being there in that reality, I felt home, safe. Good. At least it didn't feel like I was alone, really. Safe was the one thing that I picked up when you just said, because I was going to ask you, the girl who kissed you when you were 13 and who was beaten to death for doing that, what happened to her family? What happened to the people who did that? Was anybody punished for doing that? Nobody's ever punished. If it's people from the society, they use uh, both the law, the, uh, the criminalization law, to act as, you know, the right-wing activists that, you know, are trying to correct, apparently, the in human nature because they don't deem homosexuality African. I don't want to ask your age, but you were 13 when this happened. How long ago is that? Um, I was... Uh, that was 13 years ago. 13 years ago. So you're 26 yeah. now. Yeah. And the law hasn't changed and it would be just... Could it happen again? The law hasn't changed. Actually, it's getting worse. From lockdown, I've tried following up news stories and it's horrible every day. Last week, there was one lesbian killed in our own house. They took out, they took off her, her eye, both her eyes, uh, her eyes. Six men raped her and then killed her just like that. And nothing will be done to them. Nothing would be done. Oh and it gets worse. Every day it's always worse. A lot of people have been killed in way worse manners. Every day. My God. My God. It's sad because growing up I thought that by the time I'm an adult, or in my 20s like now, I'd, the world will just realize that this world is really short, you know? Beryl, thank you and, and for speaking to me. And I'm so happy that you consider this country your home now. And you're so welcome. It, it is. You are so welcome. Thank you. That's Beryl Ojas. Quartz 96 FM. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.